0: in the dark against it all, but made it through the day, cause I found my way, I found my way. In bad times, I know I'll be okay, cause I found my way. My check, one, two, I one, two. One, two. Okay, so that was a lot harder than I expected. Holy shit. I'm recording this technically a week out from Orcas, so my cuts and bruises are finally starting to fade. I shared a bit about my race on my Instagram, but it took me a bit to truly process the entire weekend. I spent a lot of the race in my own head. I went to a place that I hope never leaves my brain. The word that I kept coming back to was imposter. As I was running and swimming and running and swimming, and running and swimming for nine plus hours, I kept thinking, What the hell am I doing here? I feel like a fish out of water and I friggin' look like it. When I first started the race, I was surrounded by family, new and old. But as the race continued, I started to see the numbers dwindle off. After after the first few swims, I was fine, but I kept thinking, damn, this is pretty crazy. I'm swimming. And I'm about to get out of this water with soaking wet shoes. And then I'm going to run and I'm going to get back in the water. And I didn't grow up swimming. I have not much experience other than doggy paddling in the pool. After the next few legs, this thought turned from, this is fun to do new things, to you don't belong here because you don't do things like this. After about an hour, we hit the first 800 meter swim and it was a doozy. The waves were bigger than I was expecting. The current was strong, and swimming felt foreign. About halfway through the swim, I picked my head up to survey the area, and I found myself in the middle of this lake that I was probably 50 meters away from the closest person. Fear started to spark up in my body, and I felt my chest starting to tighten. My throat started to tighten, and I felt a sense of loneliness with a little mix of panic while I was swimming. Although this was a personal feeling, it felt like it would be comforting if I was with someone or around more people. As I continued to swim, I started to check in with the things I know. I know that I was swimming through white-capped waves off the coast of Washington. That's pretty cool. I know I'm not the best or strongest swimmer, but I'm still swimming. And that's pretty great as well. I would start to think about my technique and then get frustrated because I knew I just had god-awful technique and it was inefficient as I was swimming. As I started to feel myself escalate, I would begin to imagine I was watching myself swim from above my body. Fucking weird, I know. I was pretty much at the point where I had to think about anything to keep my mind off the fact that I was so uncomfortable and also knowing I would have to do this many more times. Imagine that I was over my body, watching my form, correcting my form as I worked, and as I think about this, I'm laughing because I literally have no way to coach myself on swimming techniques. I think this also made me feel less lonely. I'm with myself in the water and above the water. Maybe it's also a sign that I was dying and leaving my body, but I guess I'm still here, so maybe not. Essentially, I had to figure out how to ground myself as I ever so slowly started to approach land. I thought about all my friends that were already on the course, I thought about all the people that we met throughout the few months of training leading up to race day, and I thought about Rob, the crazy motherfucker that encouraged me to sign up for this shit. As I was swimming, I thought about my dark place, a space I expected to reach a little bit later in the day, but alas, here I was. I reached the end and I got out of the water and started running. I knew there was a cliff jump coming up and then another longer run. I got to the cliff. I took a second, adjusted my gear, and then went. Just get to the run. Just get to the run. People are flying by me, and I mean freaking flying by me in the water. This was kind of where my you don't belong here thoughts really started to take hold. Focus on yourself, get to the run, and just focus on yourself. I get out of the water again, and I see a familiar face. Zach, Katie's husband. Go work, Jen. You're crushing it. Katie says she loves you. I hit the trail, and I run into more familiar faces. Jane and Avery, Sarah and Viv, Mary and Kellen. Each time, I feel more and more grateful. I'll see y'all at the swim. Keep cranking, I say, needing so desperately to feel connection to the people around me. Viv, Sarah, and I started the second 800-meter swim together. Spoiler alert, we did not finish that swim together. The swim felt the exact same as the first 800-meter swim. Honestly, I couldn't really tell you the difference between either of them. Both were extremely choppy and lasting eternities. I started to enter that dark place again. Okay, Jen, you've been here before. Let's do it again. I kept telling myself, embrace the waves because they're here to stay. Be one with the waves. Like, okay, Aristotle, who am I, some philosopher? I'm literally doing anything I can to get through these swims. As I swim, people started to pass me again, and the thought started again. You don't belong here, Jen. These people do, and you don't. And then I'm having this other internal dialogue. Nope, we're not talking about this today, Jen. Don't even freaking think about it. When I reached into the second 800-meter swim, the first words out of my mouth were, what the actual fuck was that? I couldn't tell what emotions I was feeling. I know I was shaky. I was mad, but mad at who? Mad at what? I couldn't be mad at the wind, and I couldn't be mad at the water, and I couldn't really be mad at the race because I signed up for this shit. So I guess that anger passed, but I know I was panicky. I knew that for sure. Was anyone else panicky? Was it just me? I convinced myself that everyone had been cruising through... I just tried to say crushing and cruising at the same time. They had been cruising through the swims. As I got on the island, yep, you heard that right, it is an island, I quickly realized I had about 30 meters until I was back in the water, and I was not too happy. But as soon as I realized this, I heard my name. Oh, hey, Jen, do you need help getting in the water? Oh, thank God. I look up, and I see my two friends, Timmy and Josh, we jumped back into the water, and by jump, I mean I plopped back into the water, and we had about a 50-meter swim to get to land. I started my longest run, and boy, was I ecstatic about knowing I would be on land for at least the next hour. As I got out of the water, I saw a hand reach down and pull me out. Another one grabs me to help me get stabilized on my feet. Timmy and Josh, freaking lifesavers. As we get situated and started hiking, We all look at each other, and no one needed to say anything. I did, though, of course. What the fuck was that? Timmy asks, were you panicking in the water? That was really scary. Without taking a breath and hoping we had a similar experience, I said, yeah, I feel like I had multiple panic attacks. Timmy goes, same. That answer felt like a breath of fresh air. I wasn't alone in my feelings. Maybe I kind of do belong here. We started hiking together and I felt the tension from the swim slowly leave my body, feeling gratitude for solid land under my feet and being surrounded by people I know. As we start hiking up, we get about 10-15 minutes in, and I hear Josh behind me, oh shit, I left my paddles at the aid station. Without missing a beat, Timmy says, keep going, don't worry, don't worry, I'm gonna just turn around, I'll run down, and I'll catch up with y'all. I'll meet y'all in a bit. As he takes off, Going down the hill that we just climbed up, I choked up. Tears filled my eyes. These are the type of people you freaking want in your life. These are the type of people I have in my life. The ones that show up when you need them most, when you need that connection. The ones that literally pull you out of the water. The people that encourage you to try new things and do it alongside of you. And without realizing it, remind you that you're not alone. They remind you that you do belong because you are there. As we made up Mount Constitution, I fell into a flow. I look back, and I'm once again on my own. I'll see them later, I'm sure of it. I held on to that sense of connection, and as I reflect back on this race, I think about the short time that I shared the day with Timmy and Josh. It was brief, but so significant, and without it, I'm honestly I'm not sure if I would finished. I reach the top of Mount Constitution, and I hear my name. Yeah, Jen, let's go, baby! More people. Kyle and Megan who have been now sprinting and driving around this mountain and the water, different lakes for the entire morning, getting footage and giving support. You made the first cutoff by 45 minutes. How you doing? How you feeling? All I could say is, what the hell were those swims? Everyone at the top of that mountain go, yep, that's what every single person has said. Okay, so I'm not alone. Not fully convinced I belong, but I'm getting there. This is hard for me, and this is hard for everyone, but I made the cutoff, so I'm going to keep going. I ate some chips, filled up with some water, and I'm on my way again. This is the part of the race where I settle in and I start cranking it out. I don't really remember too much other than the fact that the scenery is beautiful and lush. The swims are shorter, and the water is a lot calmer. I run into a few more people, some unfamiliar faces, but ones that shared support. As I continue along, I realize, wait, it's been a while since I last saw a course marker. Fuck, how long have I been unaware? How long has it been since I last saw a course marker? I told myself, all right, five more minutes going this way. If you don't see the course marker, just turn around, track back until you find one. About five minutes goes by, nothing. Fuck it, I'm turning around. I see a bright pink tag through the trees and I am back. Everything's fine. I reach another aid station I go, Hey, do y'all know where I am? And the girl goes, yeah, you're at the top of Mount blah, blah, blah. I don't remember the name of it. I go, great. I have no clue what that means. Where in the race am I? The guy goes, Oh, you're probably two thirds of the way through. You're in fifth place for the female individual category. And in my head, I'm like, what out of fucking six people, Anyways, he goes, nice job. It's all downhill from here. Let me just say that was the biggest lie I've ever heard. It was not at all downhill. In fact, it was very much uphill. I had a few choice words for that guy, but I'll keep those to myself. This part of the race was a real struggle for me. I was physically tired. Sure. But I was mentally in a panicky, why am I doing this state? In my head, the only way to finish was to keep going zoning back in, anxiously anticipating the next swim and hoping the run would last a lot longer than it was. The back end of the race felt like it was all swimming. I was torn between the faster I run, the faster I'd be done, and the faster I run, the sooner I had to swim again. The last three swims were mentally defeating. Physically, they were hard, but mentally, it did not even compare. The physical part, honestly, it served as a mental check-in for me. As I started to fall into a negative thought pattern, I would count. I would lock in an object and stare at it until I passed it. and Then I would find a new object. The last three legs of the race was a three-mile run into an 800-meter swim into a one-mile run. I check my clock and I'm running very tight on time if I wanted to make it back before the 4.30 p.m. cutoff. I have no idea what to expect if I finished after the cutoff. Will everything be picked up? Will anyone be there? As I'm having these thoughts, I notice... I haven't seen a coarse flag in a while. Fuck. Not again. I do not have time for this. This time I'm frantic. My breathing gets heavy, my vision starts to blur, half from tears, half from a black outrage, because how could I be so careless to not pay attention closer? I turn around and I look around. What trail was I even on or following? I start walking around in circles, crying pretty hard now, and then I started to laugh. How funny is this? I'm standing in the middle of a forest by myself in a wetsuit, goggles on, with a swim cap. My shoes are soaking wet, and I'm crying because I'm lost. Pull yourself together, Jen. You're going to find the trail. Just freaking relax. So I take a few deep breaths, and I start walking, and I notice the area looks fairly familiar. And then, alas, the heavenly pink trail marker. I smile, homebound. Here we freaking go. I am now frantically checking the time because I know I'm going to have to have the best swim of my life if I want to make it back in time for the cutoff point. As time starts to tick, I get to the last swim in tears. Slam my paddles down on the aid station table and start crying. Again, out of exhaustion, happiness to see someone, and embarrassment. I'm not going to make it in time for the cutoff. What's everyone going to think? I hope people haven't been waiting on me. I turn to the woman who's at this aid station and say so strongly that I almost scare myself. Is the cutoff still 4.30pm? She looks at her phone as if I knew something that she didn't. She goes, um, yeah, but you still have 30 minutes. You can make it. I appreciate the positivity, woman. I would have to swim like Michael Phelps himself to make this cutoff. I hold back from sharing that, but I just say, thank you, and I smile and jump in the water. I start swimming, and I swim for what feels like 15 minutes and turn my head around to see I've gone maybe 100 meters. Panic starts to kick in. The kayaker nearby notices and paddles over close by, but not close enough to intrude on my mid-swim tantrum. It felt comforting because he was close enough to grab me if he needed, but far enough away to give me that privacy. 35 minutes of fighting with my thoughts, and I finally reach the last mile of this freaking race. I've already missed the cutoff, so pressure's off now. Time to run. I come upon an area that looks familiar, and it's the same area in the run that we started the race, but this time massively downhill. I still can't see anyone, and then all of a sudden I hear, it's Jen, it's Jen, she's here. And I look down, I see Megan standing at the bottom of this hill. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I see everyone running, coming through the trees and hear people cheering and chasing after me and smiling. I am in full blown tears, ugly crying. It's like my 10th time crying this today. I take the final turn to the finish and everyone is there screaming their heads off. They formed a human tunnel that I run through to finish and I felt home. I felt so much love for every single person there. People were handing me water, food, hugs. They're helping me take off my bib, my wetsuit, my shoes. During my run, I was scared that everyone would be disappointed. I was scared that they'd be frustrated that they had to wait for me to finish, which is the most ludicrous thought considering these are some of the most supportive team-centric people I've ever met. I felt embarrassed that I didn't make the cutoff what i was met with were smiles pizza and big bear hugs words like we're so damn proud of you and i was about to go into that forest and find you we were worried but we we knew you'd make it out we had people and teams who placed who had been done for hours and they still met me with selfless smiles the race made me question who i was i felt like a fraud Some of the words I spoke to myself were, you aren't a swimmer, how dare you do this? It's so obvious that you don't belong here. Other words were, you're here, you're doing it, don't worry about the people around you. The story I was telling myself dictated a lot of my experience. I was bought into both narratives, and the impact that those had were polar opposite. A big lesson I learned, and I know I'm going to continue to face, but... The words I speak do indeed become the house I live in. i my way, my way